This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Reed, the Director of Instructional Technology for Hawthorne School District 73 in Vernon Hills, Illinois. And with me... Hi, everyone. This is Karen Maturo, Assistant Superintendent of Innovative Learning. Can't believe it's May. Wow. Time flies. It is May. And so (laughs) we are just a quick little housekeeping uh, piece of information here. Um, We are kind of coming to the end of our school year. So this is... We're we're on D again for Drive. So Design is going to be this episode. And that's going to start us on our last kind of five-week cycle for the year. So we're going to run through the letters one more time. So you'll get one more design, one more rigor, one more innovate, one more victory, and one more every one. So And then we'll take a little break. We'll take a little break during the summertime, and then we'll be back in the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll have more stuff for you coming back in the fall. But um, yeah, we've had had a lot of fun doing this this year. Absolutely. I think we've heard some pretty good feedback from teachers and other folks that have, you know, listened to the episodes. They're like, yeah, it's I love having a quick little like 10 minute, 15 minute deal that I can listen to in the car or while I'm jogging or doing other stuff or whatever. And so yeah. we're just, we're glad it's been helpful. And yeah. For sure. And we have a lot of new ideas for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, websites, things like that. I think you're going to be really impressed with the innovative mm-hmm. learning department next year. We've got a lot of plans going, but I do think, and we'll talk about this in our you know episodes but like there are some general themes that keep coming up so I hope our listeners are hearing some of the general themes and you're thinking about like as instructors as parents as administrators like what are the things that make a difference in kids lives why we have them here at school and I I mean, every time we discuss what we're going to do, I keep I keep hearing in my head some of the same things. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell them right now, but we, I hope you are hearing some. Yeah, yeah. So, so as I said, this episode we are back on design, um, and the last time that we talked, the last couple times that we've talked design, we've been talking about the scamper method for kind of scaffolding creativity in your classroom and some things that you can do with your students that encourage the creative thinking and creative ideation process. Um, so last time, the first couple times we did, so if you want to go back, like, what would that be, 10, 10 episodes wow. maybe at this point? Um, if you want to go back, that was Substitute and Combine. Last time, about five or six episodes bef- uh, before this one, we did Adapt, Modify, and Purpose. And for this one, we're doing the E and the R, which is Eliminate and Rearrange mm-hmm. or Reverse. So for this one, let's define those for you real quickly. Eliminate would be having your students think about what can I eliminate or simplify from this process. So think of it this way. If you're in, you're working through your lessons and let's say whether you are a language arts, social studies, math, science teacher, whatever, have them think about what happens if we eliminate something from the process that we're learning. What if it's a story and we eliminate a character? Mm -hmm. What happens if... Uh, Harry Potter never has Ron Weasley as a friend. How does that change the story? Um, what if Sirius Black, you know, never shows up in the stories? How does that affect Harry Potter's progression through those stories? What if we eliminated George Washington? What if George Washington did not exist? How would the Revolutionary War have progressed from there? What if we eliminate a particular event? What if 9/11 never happened? Gosh. 
Um, what if we, we? What if we eliminate? <laughs> what if we eliminate a step in a process? Right. What if we said, okay, here's a, uh, here's a mathematical or scientific process. What if we did the? I think we keep bringing up the water cycle. I was just going to say no, that's our simplest. That's like our, that's like our go-to. Let's take it's, out. It's water one cycle. Of the steps. And, water cycle and burgers. That's exactly. what we kind of go back to. I don't know what that means, but um, so what if we took out a step in the water cycle? Yeah, like how, have happen? the students think about what would that happen to the whole process? Um, a recipe. What if you mm-hmm. removed a step from a recipe? What is that going to do to the whole thing? So it's a great way to have students think about kind of improving the efficiency of something because sometimes maybe we are doing a process and there's too many steps. And sure. if we reevaluate it, we can be like, okay, we can do this. Right now we've got six or seven steps. Mm-hmm. I think we could probably do this in five. So what could we possibly eliminate to get rid of redundancy, to make this more efficient? I just, you know. I, the, what I love about this what we're using in scamper to me it's just such an easy way to incorporate creativity Mm -hmm. like this is not heavy lifting on an instructor's part so whatever i am teaching whether it is like we said a story plot if i took out the problem if i eliminated the problem what happens to the story I know we've watched movies where we they've eliminated the resolution and so the end of this movie you're like what Mm -hmm. this is how it ends we it's it's an easy way to have students become creative Mm -hmm. to think in other ways and i think that's what the scamper model does you know taking out like i keep thinking i'm teaching the body systems i'm trying to show kids the importance of a respiratory system Mm -hmm. what happens if we don't have it what are the diseases that come about when your respiratory system is eliminated how long does a person last Mm -hmm. i mean like those kinds of things, we're not reinventing the wheel, mm-hmm. but we're asking higher order thinking questions. Yeah. And it's simple, simple ways to do it. And it's helping identify what's really essential. Right. Like you're identifying cause and effect of things, what's really essential. Maybe you bring up the body. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm maybe I have a class and we're examining parts of the body and I have a student going, Well, what do we what does that even do? Do right. we use do we even use that organ or body Isn't that part the pancreas anymore? Or the spleen? Yeah, no one knows one, what it does. One of those. That, Can uh, we eliminate it? I'm, I'm an English teacher, I don't know those kind of <laughs> things um but yes like there are you know parts of the body like the appendix mm-hmm. you know i think the the appendix is i don't know i don't but, know what the appendix does I, but i just know it gets removed sometimes it. and it, mm-hmm. um so things like that like what is there really what is essential about this process we talk about if it's a recipe you know if you remove a part of a recipe that really can identify oh wow that did not turn out right. well because i forgot to put this ingredient and in now or, my cake is hard as a rock you know it's totally ruined so now you understand why is this important exactly. why is this particular temperature or time important when you're making something um, and what's the cause and effect if i remove mm-hmm. let's go back to the water cycle what if i removed part of the water cycle well then if what things happens? fall apart then what is the steps between like why is that such an important step I I remember being a kid and they talked about like the web, you know, the food web. Yeah. And if you eliminate a single animal, what happens yeah. to the rest of the mm-hmm. ecosystem and yeah. how detrimental that is. Mm-hmm. Like another than species, species will take over. I love how we talked about before we started the podcast, how they've eliminated checkers out in like Target sure, and yeah. grocery stores. And now there's all the, like, what does that do to me? I yeah. hate self-checkout. Yeah. So like eliminating that step what does that do to my entire mm-hmm. experience and right. so thinking about the business world if we eliminate the customer service person mm-hmm. who's saying hello to people when they right. walk in what does that do to our business yeah. how will it help how will it not help mm-hmm. 
I love this easy way to think yeah. creatively. An example like that, there's positives and negatives on both right. sides. Like for Which me, that's what we want kids to be thinking about. For me, sometimes I enjoy the self-checkout because mm-hmm. it's quicker, easier. I can just get through and, and get sure. out. However, it takes a job away from right. somebody. So there's a negative aspect to exactly. it too. So yeah, I think this is a really good way to have Great students way. just examine and prioritize, you know, why why are these things really important? And if there are things that are not important, can we do away with them? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we don't need to keep everything. We can Marie Kondo as much as we right. want, as long as it's you know, as long as the rest of the thing works. Um, the other one, the R, is rearrange, or we could use it as reverse. Or, yeah. yeah. So reordering, rearranging things. What if we reordered a process? What if you did, like, let's say the example of a recipe. What if you did a recipe and just changed the order of things? Will your cake still come out the no. way? It, it will should. not. No. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it will not. Um, <laughs> I'm a baker. Right, right. Sometimes. What if you What if you did in math? What if you did order of operations? Oh, my gosh. And did it differently? And that followed yeah. PEMDAS. Mess with PEMDAS. Uh-huh. And yeah, you, you end up with, what did we say, it's like SAMPT? Yes. Yeah, it's not going to work the same. Exactly. So. I, I love, like, changing. We talked about, like, events in a story. What if mm-hmm. this happened later on in the yeah. story? Or this historical event happened 20 years be- after mm-hmm. or 20 years before? Mm-hmm. Think about the creativity and the deep understanding your students will have to have. And I think that's something that we keep talking about. Mm-hmm. These aren't just fun activities, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're not going to say, oh, we're going to rearrange and not talk about the impact that this would have. And so that's what we're trying to talk about when we talk about good instructional practices. Mm -hmm. It's not just about doing this, it's about having kids think, be creative, think outside the box. These are ways that kids are collaborating, discussing higher order things. Would this this be a better thing I can have kids evaluate? If it came later, evaluate, is it better if it came later or it came earlier? Yeah. Those kinds of things. If you've ever seen a movie, like there are some movies that play with time. Yes. And they like tell the story backwards or they tell the story out of order. And those to me, especially watching those, I remember Pulp Fiction. The first mm-hmm. time I watched that movie, it's not done linearly. And right. so as a, as a kid, I'm watching this movie and I'm, cool. well, not a kid because you shouldn't be a kid when you're watching that movie. <laughs> My but, God. Um, but in watching that movie, I'm like, okay, this is cool. I've never seen a movie uh-huh. that does this before. Um, there's other movies that do that. One thing that I really enjoyed doing, this was several years ago now, I was working with some of our teachers here in the district and we were working on social studies and how could we take what we do and what are the things that sometimes frustrate us about um, teaching social studies. And I remember as a former social studies teacher, I would always get a little frustrated because I'm like, there's such good stuff that we completely miss because we, we never, we run out of time. We never get a chance. I feel like a lot of times we were able to get up to, I want to say the furthest I was ever able to get was the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. We maybe inched into the, the beginning of the 80s a little bit, but really not. And so the more, the more, the older my students got, like the further we got away from right. those times, the longer then it was period. like some of the things were less relevant to the kids because you're, you're stopping your learning of history for that particular year a good 30 years before these kids were born. So one year what we tried, at least for a a unit or so was what if we taught history backwards? Like what if we had, and this is kind of the the path that we took, was we had students brainstorm a list of things that they care about today. Like what are the big issues that you care about today? We took that list and we kind of condensed it down to maybe four or five things. 
And from there, we kind of built out a, a tree or like a time flow chart. And we said, okay, so the things that you care about today, let's work backwards. What was it that was caused sick, this yeah. or led to this? So let's go backwards to this. And then we'd have our, our tree kind of branching out to, okay, well then that led to this in the 90s and this in the 80s and the 70s right. and civil rights. And then the, some big and ideas. Go back and, right. and so the ideas get bigger and bigger and you go further back in time. And I felt like, you know, the, the idea behind that was then it's not it, it's not so much the we, we got to memorize we got to memorize the dates and we got to memorize right. the battles and the, all these other things but it's why did this cause this mm -hmm. and so not only are they learning the history but they're learning why and why how is it, it important and how does it impact me right now and like how yeah. did this shape America like yeah. what a great question like what are the events that shaped who we are right now yeah. in 2023 so think about how you can use these ideas Easy in your ideas. classroom eliminate and rearrange, reorder, reverse, uh, any of those great ways to scaffold creativity in your classroom. So this has been another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Karen, thank you as always. Thank you. Um, we will be back here next time for R. The letter R will be rigor. So we'll mm -hmm. see you all back here next week. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?